following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. On today's episode, Brian, Andrew, and I come together for a post-draft tier ranking episode for all 32 NFL teams. Who do we believe is taking the necessary steps forward? Who hasn't quite done enough? Find out in a moment. Thanks for tuning in. My name is Matt Johnson, and this is the Two Point Conversation. Right. Hello, gentlemen, Brian, Andrew. Thank you so much for uh, being with me today. Hope you're all finding yourself uh, doing pretty well. Got some nice weather up here in Western New York. I don't know about uh, down in Texas land, but uh, weather's starting to break up here. Finally. It's hot. It's like 93 today. Oh, God. Supposed to be in the 90s all week. <laughs> We're supposed to get 80. We're supposed to get 80 this week. That's not bad. That means like I could go outside and mow my lawn type weather. <laughs> um, yeah. So um, we were we've been trying to kind of think of some filler content, not filler content, but oh yeah, kind of filler content. We got to get uh, we got to get to the month of June, uh, which is also close. Uh, and, we, and again, we've we said in the last couple of weeks here when we start talking about our uh, division by division previews. Uh, and, and all that that fun stuff. So uh, I was thinking about some ideas. I was like, oh, there's really not any hot seat coaches. And then Brian came up with, why don't we just rank teams in a sense? And we made it, we, we were kind of spicing it up a little bit. We're doing the tier game, um, essentially, with, uh, with all 32 NFL teams. And we kind of categorized it uh, in this sense. So number one, uh, the number one, tier that we're going to be using for today's um, tier game is these teams are definitely probably play out. Not definitely probably, but the, probably the best teams on paper as far as Super Bowl contenders. Uh, tier two is they'll, they'll get into the playoffs, maybe win some games, uh, you know, maybe make a conference championship if things go their way. Tier three are teams that have rosters that can be playoff teams. Uh, tier four, uh, if something goes right, they might fall into a lucky spot or they're a piece or two away from the next step. Uh, and tier five is not good. Very not good. Um, just this season's going to be uh, probably a waste of time. Uh, it should be fun, but yeah, uh, I figure tiering is a little bit of a friendlier thing for us to do. Uh, what's uh, what are some things you guys noticed? Was there any trends that you guys noticed when um, when putting this uh, your, your tiers together, Brian? Well, I thought that, that there's some clear divisions, like the, the clear signs that there are divisions that will be far more competitive than other divisions. Other divisions miss an entire tier or two completely. And then there's other divisions where it's just, you know, it they're all almost in the same. You could like, 
little bit of spoiler, my own division got a lot more competitive this year. Sure did. A lot more competitive. So uh, just looking at it from a from last year and where teams ended up to getting us ready to start talking about a new season here, uh, there's a lot of teams, some fresh blood, I think, entering rare air. You know, the, the AFC West or the AFC West, the NFC West, you know, very competitive, <laughs> managed Seattle, um, you know. <laughs> Pretty much. Andrew, what about you, Bob? Was there any trends that you noticed? Kind of like what Brian said. There's, a, I feel like there's a lot more parity this year, uh, the, even though there are some teams as we're going through the tiers that are much better than the other ones. But it just seems like everybody either got a lot better or just kind of stayed the same and they just added something special to it, or they're just, Hey, that team, once again, where like, <laughs> like Brian said, you know, you're probably not going anywhere this year. Right. I, yeah, I fully agree. I mean, looking at my tears, it's, I will say this, it's very strong and the two and three, branch which is i mean that's a good i think it's a good thing for us fans um you know watch it we remember how competitive the eight the 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 final wild card spots were for the afc coming down to the wire in week 18 uh it's it's a really really good sign and there's you know the afc is deep this year the nfc uh as we've talked about is you know uh, weak uh as far as depth wise there's probably some really good teams at the very top uh, undoubtedly so, but th- spread throughout, um, it's pretty much anybody who can step up, you know, it's, it's anybody could step up that there's a team that can kind of come out of nowhere and end up representing the NFC when it's all said and done. Um, but, uh, but yeah, there were, weren't really too many drop-offs. Uh, I mean, obviously we're going to get the tears in a minute, but, um, I probably only have one relatively significant drop-off at least where we were last year looking at them to this year, in my opinion. There's probably only one significant one. Everybody, everyone else, pretty fair or improved, which is, uh, like I said, which is a good thing. The more competitive the NFL is, the more fun it is to watch into those later weeks. And that's all that's, I mean, that's what we live for, right? We love to see certain scenarios kind of falling into place and, 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 you know, teams just, the way that everything kind of shifts and it makes it a lot of fun. Um, but all right. So you guys ready to do some tears? Mm-hmm. There's one team in particular that if they had just made, not made one move that they did make the Texans, if you would have kept Cully, you would be one tier higher right now. <laughs> I got a Nokia tier just based on that. You hired lovey Smith. Yeah. I love Lovey Smith. I don't you can love the man. He is a terrible head coach. I oh. Hey, we'll get into it, boys. We'll get into it. We'll have plenty of time to explain. Uh, what if Lovey Smith was really a coach, a good coach? We'll come, <laughs> let's do that on a what if episode. <laughs> Brian did nothing at Illinois. He Brian took, is feisty. He took Rex Grossman to the Super Bowl. I'm sorry, Brian Urlacher in that defense did. And Lovey Smith helped out that defense. Like, yeah. <laughs> he also, let's see, defensive wise, he was the architect for the defense for like the greatest show on turf, which was pretty decent as well, other than that Super Bowl loss. But 
No, it's just not the offense get going. Lovey Smith is a fine head coach. He's not the greatest. He's a good head coach. I bet David Culley's team has more wins than Lovey Smith's team this year. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> it's the Texans, so I don't even know what to think. <laughs> All right, guys, let's hop into it. Uh, let's start from the bottom. We'll go over the bottom up. Um, your tier five teams. Let's start off with you, Brian. <sighs> the funnest tier. Oh, these teams are bad in a way that makes you feel icky. <laughs> so would. right, <laughs> you would do the shuffle. I don't have as as many tier fives as maybe I should. Maybe I'm not quite sure. I only have two teams that I put at a tier five because I have I have a whole lot of fours. Um, to me right now, just based on quarterback play, um, and where they are as far as talent goes, uh, the Atlanta Falcons are a tier five right now. And I currently have the Jacksonville Jaguars at a tier five still because you can't, you had two wins last year, three wins last year. You, you don't, I can't rank you tier two higher without, I I like to see the baby. Don't tell me about the labor. I want to see the baby kind of thing. So you can't just skyrocket up to a three or, you know, from a basement team. So for now they, they got to chill and Atlanta's got to chill because both those teams are terrible. Okay. I'm probably going to be wrong. So, you, so just to right. So Atlanta and Jacksonville and Jacksonville at the bottom. Okay. Yep. Um, Andrew. I have four teams at five. Okay. Uh, the Seahawks, which plays a personal aspect into this. Cause I hate Pete Carroll. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I think this is like a Pete Carroll team 100%. And we see what Pete, we saw what Pete Carroll could do without Russell Wilson. Nothing. He couldn't really, Seahawks willed themselves into a decent team with Russell Wilson there. Now he's not there and it's Pete Carroll kind of. And you just lost a bunch. You lost your leadership and now you got Pete Carroll, which doesn't do good. And uh, going into the Jets, there's still the Jets. I don't care what anybody says. Like Brian says, show me something. I mean, Zach Wilson was, eh, you paid all that money for Corey Davis. You built this giant offensive line. You're just, you're the Jets. You're definitely the Jets. And then I have the Jags, which... I think they're still going to jag themselves into the last place. And then finally the Texans, because I think they're just still kind of rebuilding. We'd wait to see what Davis Mills could do. Are they going to get a quarterback next? Oh, we uh, know what he can do. Oh, oh, sorry. Sorry. He's the second best quarterback in that division. Okay. <laughs> I think I might give that to you. Uh, <laughs> but. I just don't believe in those four. I don't believe in those four teams have what it takes to really do anything this year. Like that's the four teams. If they said like you guys did say four or kind of say four teams that will make the playoffs. Those are the four teams. I believe 100% will not make the playoffs. Yeah. 
I, Se- I agree. Seattle probably should have been in my, in my five. You can add them. There's still time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll let's add them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They were only at a four, so <laughs> it's not like they were that much higher. No. I just a DK Metcalf entire locket are elite, so it's just it's hard for me to always. Yeah, say but that. that's it. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. You're a guy that can throw you the ball. Geno Randy Moss was a lead in, in you know, when he went to the Raiders. They're but... getting Baker and they'll be all right. They'll be all right. I think they said they're done. So I don't know. I really yeah, don't know. Drew Locke would have been a first round pick this year. <laughs> uh, my tier five, I have three teams. This is where I have the Houston Texans, Atlanta Falcons, and Seattle Seahawks. So I think we we're largely in agreement, in agreement with those teams. Did, sir, we have taken a not not only a Tuesday episode stance. We've I thought we publicly proclaimed our devotion to the Davis Mills. Oh, we do, but the I mean, Houston Davis Mills are an elite program right now. Well, I mean, it's it's hard when you're a really good quarterback. You can't overcome. You know, Peyton Manning went three and thirteen at one point as uh, with the Colts because the team just wasn't there yet. Yeah, you know, so Davis Mills. Uh, he's struggling down there. It's him and Brandon Cooks and everybody else. Um, no, for, <laughs> for Houston, <laughs> I, I am such a huge Davis Mills fan. He's I'm probably going to get his jersey. Yes. Um, eventually, maybe this with our upcoming jersey order. Just yeah, because. yeah. I I might hop in on just to get a Davis Mills too. I'm Don't all I'm all in on it. Huh? Don't get his jersey. We know what happens when you get jersey. <laughs> That's true. Uh, yeah, Houston's issue right his now neck's is going to grow really long. Oh wait, are you done? <laughs> Uh, yeah, Houston's issue is just the rebuilding stage. Uh, that's really it. They finally offloaded Deshaun Watson. Um, but they're, I mean, they, I, we thought they drafted pretty well. They made a lot of moves. They traded up, um, you know, they traded back when they needed to gain, gain some extra picks, but it, the, the entirety of this team, I think that Houston, if they have, uh, you know, if there's any progress to be made, it's going to be as soon as next year. And I agree with Brian's statement about uh, I, I, like the David Colley hire was fine. I get it. He was a, he, maybe in their eyes, a transitional co- uh, head coach, but I just, I, I don't agree with, I didn't agree with that. Um, that reasoning, that reasoning to kind of get rid of him. I thought he did fine. I, I, if anything, four wins for that Houston Texas team last year uh, was overachieving for them. And they beat some teams that maybe you didn't necessarily expect them to do. As of week one, they were the number one team in the AFC South. They were the only team with a victory. They did end up beating uh, the debut in Trevor Lawrence. So that's why I got Houston down there. Atlanta, it's, oh, it's so bad. They, they may have got their quarterback of the future in Desmond Ritter, but did he's not there yet. He's a third-round pick. Uh, if, they, if he was really that highly sought after, he would have been a first-round grab. I feel bad for Kyle Pitts. I think that's probably who I mostly feel bad for. And I think Atlanta, if they're not going to do it, but if they really wanted to make a quick turnaround of this rebuild process, they'd move Kyle Pitts for some picks. But, um, but yeah, and then Seattle, ultimately, Russell Wilson's been covering their, their, their issues for the last several years. And it's, it's probably going to blow up. It's, it's about ready to blow up. So, all right, uh, moving on to tier four. Brian, take Wait, us off. Oh, what? Was that all, your three? You had Houston, you had Atlanta. And Seattle. Yep. Seattle. Yep. I was waiting for Jacksonville. <laughs> no, I guess I gave him a little bit more credit. 
Um, yeah, yeah. Kick us out with tier four, Brian. Yeah, here we go. Jacksonville was a, oh, I had them at a five. Sorry. Reading the wrong one. Uh, this is where I have the Jets. It's hard for me to deny how much better they got from February to May. It's it's impressive in a way because they weren't able to lure the best free agents. They were in on all sorts of free agents, but most of them obviously went to better situations or just better money or better whatever. Um, so they were left out in the cold, but they still they, they killed the draft as best as you can, obviously, with having two top 10 picks. That makes it easy. And then trading for another first-round pick. Um, so I'm going to bump them up. They were a five. I bumped them up one tier to a four. Uh, this is where I have the Washington, Washington, Washingtons. Uh, every time they change their team name, I'm just going to add on another Washington. <laughs> Maybe eventually I'll bring the full football team back. But the Washington, Washington, Washingtons, uh, are a tier four all the way. You have some talent, but you Rivera has shown to be uh, less than impressive as a head coach lately. Kind of teams are, he's a great person. Like I love the man, but uh, as a head coach right now, I'm a little skeptical. Uh, they have a division r- rival who also sits at a tier four, uh, the Giants. You got a new coach, which might be good down the long run, but rarely do you see a new coach come in and change the culture and just start winning. Perfect example, Campbell, right? Over in Detroit, exact same scenario. He has a veteran, reliable quarterback, some plays, players out there, but nothing substantial. And then they end up just, you know, flaming out. So Giants probably do the same. <clears throat> the <laughs> NFC North also has two number fours. Uh, Detroit for now, you're you have to chill in a four. I would love, I would have loved to have bumped you up, but it's it's down to your quarterback and uh, him playing better. If you're if you're gonna be in the next tier, your quarterback has to show me that he's also ready to elevate because his team's gonna need him to if they're gonna make a playoff run. Um, then the Bears, same thing. Justin Fields, rookie year, less than ideal. Uh, you would have liked to have seen him seem, seem a little more ready for the NFL. Didn't really look comfortable out there, so hard to project them to be much better, especially not having a lot of picks in the draft, not getting any huge names um, free agency-wise, so they're chilling at a four as well. That's it. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. One more, Carolina. Okay. Carolina. Yeah. That's Matt good, rule is maybe I'm not the guy, him. right, Matt? We're over him. We're definitely over him. If, we have the better Matt. <laughs> if we were to do a hot, uh, a hot seat coaches episode, I think Matt rule might be the only one yeah. on there. Him and maybe Pete. Lovey Smith. What? Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Could you, uh, that wouldn't be a good look for Houston firing no, two, two coaches after a year. No. Um, you're right, Pete Carroll, though. Pete Carroll is probably another one. Yeah. yeah. Those are probably the only two that I could think of. Right. Well, I think what happened with, with this past year with, with hot seat head coaches is um, we were surprised. We only anticipated three, and I think eight ended up just going, <laughs> right? I think eight ended up getting canned by the by the Black Monday or whatever. Just at some point, eight coach, head 
coaches got fired. So, uh, which took us by surprise, but, um, but yeah. All right, Andrew, who do you got at tier four? Tier four, I got the Vikings because new head coach and you got Kirk Cousins and is Delvin Cook ever really going to stay healthy? And how long does Adam Thielen have? Yeah. Also, that defense, why do you keep on bringing it? Did they? I think they brought back Patrick Peterson again. Did they? I don't. Yeah, he came back. Yeah. He did. So, okay. Oh, so, how long is Patrick Peterson going to hold out? That's, there's just too many. I think there's too many questions. And I think this is a team, one of those teams in the future that we're going to see possibly move up to a tier three. The Panthers are a tier four because. I don't know what the hell they are half of the time. <laughs> are they good? Are they bad? Are they just there? So that's why they're in four. The Lions, kind of like Brian says, hold your horses, Lions fans. I've seen this. I've seen this show before with the Lions. So I'm not putting them anywhere higher than four. They can have four. I've seen this show my whole entire life with the Lions. And the Bears, once again, this is another thing. I've seen the same show at the Bears. Oh, we got our quarterback. We got our quarterback. Yeah, well, guess what? Eric Kramer wasn't the guy. Jay Cutler wasn't too bad for you. Uh, Jim Miller wasn't the guy. I mean, I could name 90,000 Bears quarterbacks. The, that just the look you guy. got for even daring to bring up Jay Cutler. I, I said he wasn't bad. He got him to an NFC team. I know. It's, I, I, rusted, I rusted my bitch face because you, you said he was all right. Yeah. Uh, then then the Giants I have at four. I think I'm the only person that's actually pretty high on the Giants, but I think they solved some needs based on the potential of what they drafted. And also Saquon Barkley. Can he stay healthy? And I have the Falcons here because I think I'm a little bit more believer in the Falcons than the Mar- and Marcus Mariota. I've seen him do things that he show why he was drafted at number two. I mean, he kind of like willed that Titans team to beat the chiefs the year in the playoffs. Can he play both ways? Cause they need help on defense. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's the only thing. So maybe they got, they, it, it looks like they have some sort of a foundation or have an idea of where they're going at least. Yeah. Okay. I, I, that's where I'm surprised I'm, I'm hearing you put the giants and the Falcons in the same place just because I know your love of the Giants and you're in tune with the franchise it's depending on I think when you look at a draft pick we just look at the potential that they're going to have and we just automatically put that with a team I should know I'm a Dolphins fan Austin Jackson Ooh, look at all these cool draft picks we have but yet some of these guys just don't work out. So how do you, I got to think of how I could properly rate them. If they're going to be supposed superstar, do I put them as, you know, an average starter? Do, do I cut, do I cut it in a half of what the potential or what I think they're going to live up to? Or is it going to be just, Oh, they're a pro bowler right out the bat. Cause they were picked in the first round or, this is how they were scouted. Mm. That's it's kind of the, the teeter tottering effect there of how you want to look at it. Do you just say they're the best because Mel Kuyper and Todd McShay and some other people did because we haven't really quite seen what they could do in the NFL. 
some guys look like Tarzan and play like Jane once they get to the NFL. So oh. I'm just and he's got some zingers. I, I will say that it's once again I've I've seen the show before, <laughs> so I don't know how to properly rank certain teams. But I think the Falcons do have a decent foundation. Mariota is a step back from Ryan, but you still got Cordell Patterson. And you still have Kyle Pitts. You could probably sneak out some games and you're in the NFC South, which is not the greatest division in the world. Well, that's very true. So that's my thinking behind the Falcons and all my teams. Okay. All right. I like that. Uh, for my tier four, this one was a little tricky, a little tricky. There's a couple teams that I have in tier three that – I've been bouncing back and forth between three and four. Um, I'm going to place the Carolina Panthers, Jacksonville Jaguars, Chicago Bears, Jets, Giants, and Vikings in tier four. Uh, Carolina for me is consistently a, they're a quarterback away. Um, and it's so hard because the NFC is, this is a down year for the NFC. And I, it's like, man, if you would have just made like a big move, even if I think they made a move for Baker Mayfield, which they're not going to, I think that, and this is like hard, like, I know we, we kind of joke about Baker, but I feel like if they went and got Baker Mayfield, that the Carolina Panthers would be a playoff team in 2022. I truly believe that they said it's not off the table, but it just doesn't seem likely with all the money that they have had tied up in the quarterback position over the last couple, you know, years. And they just gave up big capital for, you know, they gave up big capital last year for uh, Sam Darnold. And that didn't really work out. They have a, you know, they got their, their guy. Uh, they drafted him in the fourth round, uh, Matt Coral and uh, or Corral. Um, maybe someday I'll learn how to pronounce his name. Right. But uh, <laughs> Carolina's, you know, Carolina is such a good team, but, they have, they're a team that's been hurt the worst by a lack of the QB position. I feel, uh, Jacksonville, I want to see more. I think, you know, they, they overspent, we all ridiculed that we messed with them. Um, you know, a lot of memes were to be made about Jacksonville this year. I like their head coach grab and Doug Peterson. If there's anybody out there that's going to get the best out of Trevor Lawrence, it is Doug Peterson, a former NFL quarterback, at that, you know, he has the wide receivers. It, it, it was just so bad. They're getting Travis ETN back. I think if a few things go right, that Jacksonville could find themselves in the playoff mix. I really, truly do. Uh, when it comes to Chicago, uh, there are a lot of good remarks about Justin Fields. Uh, you know, the, his second year leadership, all that, all that stuff. I am concerned about, um, Lack of weapons. They don't really have a great receiver room. They lost Allen Robinson. Finally, uh, he went, he went elsewhere. He, he broke free. Uh, but a lot of other, there's a lot, there's just so there's a lot of issues, issues with Chicago, but again, they could benefit from a weaker uh, NFC, the jets and the giants. I kind of feel the same way about it. I actually think the jets are trending up a lot more than the giants are. Um, which is which sounds difficult. Uh, I, I seen a graphic this past weekend about best second year quarterback um, sur- surround supporting cast, and 
Zach Wilson for the Jets had was the number one, according to this graphic. I'm like, I thought about it. I'm like, yeah, kind of, sort of, kind of, sort of. They've done, again, they have done such a good job drafting over the last couple of years. Me and Brian, we, we've complimented the crap out of them the last two, two drafts uh, for what they've done in developing guys. And, you know, it's just, there's so much turnover there. There's so much, you know, it, I, I will say this. I would have loved to see a Sam Darnold with this sign of team with this team. Oh, if they had invested in rebuilding properly, I would have loved to see a Sam Darnold with the team that they're, they're actually putting together in New York right now. Uh, the giants, I think I view them a lot like Carolina where they're a quarterback away, but it's, it's, it's so bad that uh, I don't know. I can't believe they're even, even contemplating still riding out with Daniel Jones. I, uh, I know they haven't done him any favors, but I just, I don't know. I don't like it. I don't think I don't, this, I don't think this year we'd have to be as hard on them for not pursuing something else. Cause one else was really out there. Like they, they could have made a run for Deshaun Watson, I guess, but maybe Dable didn't want him. Maybe Dable's like, I got little girls, man. I can't really, there's, <laughs> you know I, mean, I mean, yeah, it's a tough sell. There's, it was a tough market this year for quarterbacks. It was. I know that Russ was in consideration, but I think the I will give the Giants credit. I don't. I I think they stayed away from that because um, a new <laughs> regime, drafting a little bit better. Because right, they have a new GM too, right? They got rid of yep. Gettleman's out. Yep. yep. Um, right. It is Gettleman. Yeah. Yep. So, Gettleman's out. Then they took the dude uh, Joe Shane Shane or whatever from the Bills. Oh yes, that's right. So they. I mean, they have. Uh, they're probably on track. I. I mean, based. On, we'll see how this year goes. Uh, you get a second, you know, a second year in, get your get your pieces and finally make the best of it. It's all a process. It all is. Uh, in Minnesota, for me, they they made a good move. They got the Rams, uh, the Rams offensive coordinator, um, to take them a step forward. I still don't know what it's gonna do. I haven't. I wasn't impressed with their offseason uh, as far as free agency uh, trades. They really didn't do anything. I think the big you know, Patrick Peterson going there and then maybe re-signing Adam Thielen were the most intriguing thing of the day. I think they might've yeah. got a defensive piece too. Oh, they they got, resigned, they resigned the safety. Yeah. They got the, the various Smith also. Okay. Those aren't, yeah, those aren't big difference makers for me though. And then their draft was terrible, terrible. They made in-division trades. They made three in-division trades. I think at least three, maybe four. <laughs> Um, I know Detroit got him twice, and I think, I think they traded with Green Bay. Yeah, I think. And you know, to me, it it didn't really get them anywhere. You know, they had a draft. I think their draft was comparable to a Chicago's, where it was very underwhelming. You didn't get really any big prospects, like massive prospects. And I just don't. I don't. I don't think the roster has taken a step forward. That's yeah. basically what I'm getting at. Um, coaching wise, maybe on the right track. I think they got a new GM too, but yeah. I'm, uh, yeah, I, I, I've Minnesota. I've been overhyping the last several years, and I'm I can't do it anymore. I can't do it. That's I think fair. Minnesota is one of those things that they're trying to do now. Is they're trying to stay competitive? It seems like, but not too competitive because they're trying to clean up what Spielman left. Right. 
in, in a way, and those interdivision trades just don't make sense. But I think there's a lot of crap still left over from the what I want to say the right name, Rick Spielman era. I almost said Chris Spielman, but that's a linebacker. <laughs> Rick Spielman era, where he just made some wacky, just horrible trades. A first round pick for Sam Bradford and paying Kirk Cousins all that money and thinking something was going to fix it. But then again, that's been, I think, kind of been the Vikings history of being so close, but yet so far away. But right. Kind of like the chalk right now. I feel like it's the chalkboard dust left on the board before somebody takes a cloth just to give them 100% clean slate. Once Kirk cousins, I feel is out of there and they can figure out a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. They got it. See, I don't hate Kirk as much as everybody else does, but there's just, I mean, the Dalvin cook point that Andrew actually brought up is, is really particularly it's, it's true though. I think he was a little bit healthier this. No, he had a couple, he had a stretch of games where he was, um, he, he didn't play and that, that hurts, you know, your whole team dynamic hurts. Andrew, you and I just talked yesterday on our, what if episode mm-hmm. about how, you know, we were talking about we were what ifing and we got to the Rams and the super bowl and how Todd Gurley being injured in that 2018, 19 super bowl changed. I mean, the whole way that the Rams operated as an offense, it just, it, it just, you know, it, changes and Dalvin cook, they plan, they plan on him and he's, he's, I don't know if he's played a full season yet. He has not. I wanted to look it up. He's the most he's ever played is 14 games in a season, you know, which that's, that's tough. It's tough. I mean, 14 is not the worst, you know, that could be off, but it's, it's tough. It's, it's a, especially for a guy who's taken up a lot of, you know, he just got a nice, a really nice deal last off season too. So um, but that's my tier four: Carolina, Jacksonville, Chicago, Jets, Giants, and Vikings. So, Brian, kick us off with your tier three. Threes is the most confusing tier for me. Yeah, because uh, I have Pittsburgh in a tier three, and I don't think they should be. But then again, I couldn't have them with the likes of the fours, so I was like, <laughs> yeah. I guess you're a three, you know, if, if the stars align and maybe some people get injured in in your division that helps you, you know, if certain quarterbacks who are elite, like a Burrow or a Lamar Jackson are a miss significant time and they aren't winning games because they have poor quarterback play. Sure. Maybe Pittsburgh can win. Well, sure. I, I think I see it this way that their roster is built to be a potential playoff team. They don't, Uh-oh. you know, except we're not necessarily filling playoff like the playoff lineups right now, but I, the way I view it, and that, spoiler, I do have Pittsburgh. I'll add to the justification. I feel like they have a roster that could do something in, in the postseason, couldn't make it to right. qualify for the postseason. If you did a tier within a tier, are they the lowest tier of all the threes for you? Because that's where I think I'm going to have them. They'd be a bottom half three. <laughs> yes, I, I agree. They would be a bottom half three. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, then the you never know. There's just oh, yeah. things in the yeah. NFL where you're like, you never know, and you shouldn't count them out. It's Mike Tomlin and the Steelers. What did they, they supposed to make the playoffs last year? No, and they yeah. overachieved. Yeah. And what did they really lose? Like, what did they really right. lose? The quarterback play, Big Ben. You might, yeah. you might have be the same, if not a little bit better. 
I mean, you can't replace the 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 the, the cere- cerebralness. It's probably not a word, um, yeah, but the knowledge of the court, the position that like Big Ben, but phys- from a physical standpoint, you probably gained so much. Um, yeah. And I mean, what else did you really lose? Like wide receiver, you lost Juju. What the heck? What has he done? What have you done for me lately? You know, it's 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 legit one of those deals. So I, yeah, I'm fine putting Pittsburgh in a tier. Having him having millions of views for on TikTok doesn't get me touchdowns. <laughs> Pittsburgh probably has one of the most underrated signings also getting miles Jack like that. You're adding miles Jack to that defense already. That's, that's pretty good. Yeah. He's another guy that needs to stay healthy. Yeah. Um, inner division, uh, fellow tier mate is the Cleveland Browns. I don't care about Deshaun Watson. I still don't think he even will play a single down this year, but we'll see. Um, but Cleveland, besides the quarterback, is like everything you said about Carolina, Matt. It's like the exact same team if you injected it with a whole bunch of performing enhancing drugs. <laughs> That's that is that is what. Well, except maybe wide receivers is the only spot that I wouldn't take them. But I mean, Chubb's elite, Miles Garrett's elite. You know, they they've got play playmakers all over that defense. So. They just need consistent quarterback play, and they can contend with a lot of teams. They can make it. They'll take most teams all four quarters for them to get beat, which unlike some of these other teams, a lot have been consistent where, like, you're just going to get steamrolled. Like Jacksonville, <laughs> like like last year at some point, like I know my Bills didn't take them down for whatever reason, flukiest game of all time. Um but you just you're just laying in the road about to get drilled. Uh, so then moving on to a division that Matt Johnson knows very well, I have three teams in tier three here because I looked at it like this. Well, someone has to win the division, right? Someone will be in the playoffs. Someone will therefore be a playoff contender just based on the sheer fact of I just have to win my division. It, it could be it could be eight and nine could win it this year. Who knows? They're gonna beat each other up because they're all fringy. Uh there's one that's a tier within a tier in, in a tier here. Uh Indy would be the top tier of the threes in the AFC South. Uh and then I would put ten okay Tennessee is a tier three as well. Um and then Houston. Now, but Houston as a tier three. I did. It doesn't Ooh. sound smart right now. No, but oh no, no, that's no, that's good. I, I I like that. I don't hate that take at all. That's some I, parody there. Well, I like I like Mills um in year two. I looked at it like if he can take a step, because he was playing pretty sneaky good at times, like times where I was like, wow, that's an impressive throw. Um if he could step it up and play as good as Matt Ryan or as good as Ryan Tannehill, because I don't think either one of them at their, this stage in their careers is a, oh, my God, watch out for this quarterback guy. Like, Matt Ryan would have been that guy a few years ago, but now he's he's still Matt Ryan, but it, he doesn't have the same quickness, kind of like a Ben, you know, he, older. So, yeah, I'm looking at like someone's got to win this division. Why not Houston? I can see why you were so mad that I put Houston at tier five now. 
<laughs> I can see why you were so mad at me. <laughs> I don't feel smart about doing it though. You don't have to. I mean, that's yeah. A, it's your list. Yeah. It's, it's, it's what you it's, feel. It's what you feel. I feel all sorts of love for that. Uh, let's go to the AFC West, where I have two teams in Tier Three: uh, Las Vegas, while very much improved kind of got to walk before you run. So you can be contenders this year, and then maybe next year you'll step up into the legit playoff teams. Um, same thing goes for the Chargers. Chargers, you got to run. You got to walk before you can run. So go ahead, add your pieces, continue to provide great whatever for your quarterback protection. They had a protection this year. They brought back his reliable wide receiver, like all these things to help him. Fantastic. So Chargers are easily a tier three for me. I do have Minnesota as a tier three because I look at that division. I'm like, well, Kirk Cousins clearly is the second best quarterback. Um, What what else does he need to do to like be a contender in the NFC overall? It's a it's a weak conference and you don't there's not very good quarterback play. Right. So he just has to play a little like like a little better than he normally does, just a little bit, and he he can he can help win that you know win enough games to sneak in for that eighth seed. Right? There's eight now. No, or there's, there's seven. Eight, there's it's always seven. Okay. Um, and then the last team is New Orleans, and mostly that's due to the fact of once again, how many good teams are there in the NFC? You know, their their defense is still good. Um, you know, new system, you know, James working hard. I think there's enough talent that was like, meh, they could they could sneak in at the end. Yeah, no doubt. I, I can agree with that. Yeah. Uh Andrew, what do you have for tier three? Tier three, I have the dolphins because I just don't know about our quarterback. I'm pretty excited this year, but once again, I don't know what else he's going to, you know, really bring into anything. Uh, I also have the saints cause I just feel once again, it's a crappy division. So, and the NFC is not very good. So maybe they could kind of sneak in there. I also have the Eagles. And once again, not the best division in the world. So why could they not, you know, sneak in or maybe win division? The Browns, I, I'm a l- little bit with Brian where I don't think Watson is going to play, and I'm never really quite impressed with the Browns until I actually see something out of them. And I just, I don't know. I just always feel like they're the team everybody talks about, and then they just kind of fall flat in the playoffs. Uh, the Colts. Once again, like Brian said, somebody has to win that division. So the Colts are out of the four in that the least top two. The Broncos, I think, are just going to make the playoffs because I am not big on Nathaniel Hackett. And I think this is going to be another Seahawk situation where Russell just has to purely carry a team where there's not that good coaching behind him. And everybody, well, you know, he was in Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers. That's really great. Aaron Rodgers is a really awesome quarterback, and you saw him do the same thing that Russell's going to have to do 
I feel with the Broncos. Yeah. I have the Chiefs because I want to see what their new offense is going to look like. Because you lose a huge piece of everything. Right. And then I also have the Cowboys in here because once again, that division just is not very good. And it's still the Cowboys. You still got Dak and maybe they'll realize Tony Pollard is a hundred times better than Zeke. Maybe that day might come. I have the Steelers here kind of already talked about them. I have the Washington commanders. That sounds so weird to say, because once again, that division just sucks. And I don't know, maybe Carson Wentz might do something and everybody. I think it's going to be fun, competitive, but not like, the NFC West was like last yeah. year or like the AFC North was for a bit. I think if they're going to, they're, I think, I, I think they're mostly relatively close and it's got to make for some fun divisional game, I guess, kind of how they have been, but the whole divisions, I think taking a step forward. So yeah. that that's yeah. Uh, and I also have the Ravens here. I got to, the majority of my teams are right here. I also have the Ravens here. I would have put them in tier two, but they got rid of Hollywood Brown. And there's really not much anything else going for that team except for a strong defense and Lamar Jackson and Mark Andrews. Even though that you're gonna might get you're gonna get Dobbins back and you're gonna get a pretty good offensive line going. I have the Titans here, same reason with along with the Vikings. Derrick Henry, just stay healthy. Can you just stay healthy? And then you trade away AJ Brown. And Ryan, you're not that guy. You just prove it to me every year. You're not that guy. That's why you're he's not the only league. reason they made the playoffs last year. Oh, Ryan Tannehill. Not, he is not him and okay. Not. Deontay Foreman. My apologies. Yeah. Tennessee is, is not. not going to the playoffs. Not the number one seed unless Ryan Tannehill does just enough to get it that, done. I'm yeah, sorry. That was I, a fumbling of the bag of other teams involved in the <laughs> AFC. Okay. <laughs> that was a fumbling of the bag the reenactment of Super Bowl 25 on what was that Monday night or Sunday night between the bills and the Patriots. And then like Brian said, we're the fluke lost. No, they're, they're Tannehill's about to have Malik Willis ride of the pine for the rest of his career. Um, uh. <laughs> <laughs> and then the final team I have here is the Patriots just because you got Belichick. But other than that, that's like the low end of the tier right here it would be like i would actually put the steelers to make the playoffs over the patriots because you cool you got Devontae parker have have fun watching them from the sidelines and street clothes when you really really need them and have fun with your ninety thousand running backs that you can't make up your mind on so that's that's my tier threes for all those okay yeah, this is definitely where I had the bulk of mine. I think there's a lot of, again, a lot of playoff caliber rosters. Whether or not they get there or not, that's kind of up to them and how they, their season plays out. But um, here's who I have. Uh, I'll, I'll, I like how you guys did it. I'll, I'll go division by division. So uh, let's start off with AFC North. I have Cle- This is where I have Cleveland uh, and Pittsburgh. This is where I have Cleveland and Pittsburgh. The Deshaun, we did match in there. Um, like I said, when Brian mentioned Pittsburgh, I think they have a roster that can do great things. Um, I think they have a coach who can do great things. Uh, they have a roster where if they didn't want any of their four quarterbacks or how many that they have, 
if they didn't want it, they wanted to just bring in somebody like a big time vet next year that they would come in and win instantaneously. I love Pittsburgh's roster from the, the perspective that it's, um, you know, it's, it's, it's still a gritty football team. Like Pittsburgh historically has just been gritty. It's never been flashy. It's never been over the top. I mean, you got some great years with big Ben, you know, AB Le'Veon bell, but I still think this team can, can, can win. Uh, and just to reinforce what I said before, they, you know, they, they weren't supposed to make the playoffs last year. That not supposed to, but I think comparatively to a lot of teams in the AFC, uh, this team was, uh, you know, we, we weren't looking at Pittsburgh as, as a team coming back, but I'm happy for, for Big Ben's sake that he did. I thought he went out on a better note than he would have if Cleveland, you know, if he retired after that Cleveland game two years ago. Uh, but as far as Cleveland goes, roster-wise, I think their offense is fun. Their defense is uh, – they have the, the pieces, but their defense has been like eh. – like last year, I was just really disappointed with how their defense played. I didn't think they got the most out of everybody. You know, they these free agency in the draft, they hit they hit all the right notes. They they got guys that they needed, positions that they needed to address, but they just didn't come and play. Um, Watson's the biggest mystery, I, I think, of all this because we have to consider um, players who take that year off and then try to come back. It rarely ever works it rarely ever pans out Vic was one of the very few special ones um you know we, we don't know what kind of shape Deshaun Watson's in uh we we don't know and there's a whole bunch of just you know getting used to a new team he has a whole plethora of issues going on off field um that become distractions he's not done yet you know he's his his issues are not done yet um and I, I don't know. I, I think this Cleveland roster might have gotten worse. I know that Deshaun can elevate people, but it's Deshaun. It's, you know, it's Nick Chubb. It's Amari Cooper, who do we even know if he's a wide receiver one anymore? Uh, a couple other, de- you know, David Njoku, who I loved two years ago, but he's fallen off a cliff. Um, I don't know what, the, I don't like what this, they, Cleveland, might or probably a good team, but they might be the bottom feeders of the AFC North this year. I think it's entirely possible. I really do. Um, that's it for the AFC North. AFC East, I have New England. Just again for the many of the reasons that that Andrew said, they're well coached. You get a second year Mac Jones. I don't like their draft. I didn't like their free agency period. They haven't done uh, really a damn thing to improve the team uh, this upcoming year, but. That's kind of the Patriot way. They, they, they blew their load last season, signing all them tight ends and, and all that. So we'll see how that pans out. AFC South. Uh, I have, this is where I have Indianapolis and Tennessee. All right. One of them's going to win and go to the playoffs. The other one is going to be sitting on the couch. That's basically how it's going to go. And I've been uh, just like Minnesota. I've been hyping up Indy and they've broken my heart every single year that I've done this show every single year as far as what the potential even just winning the division or just doing just taking gradual steps forward um the colts have made the better moves i will give them that this offseason they're still lacking in the wide receiver room i'm not thrilled with that uh and i'm really not i don't like the look of this offensive line either i think they're putting in way too much trust in unproven commodities uh when it comes to this offensive line so um 
we will see, but they have made the better moves. Tennessee, them losing AJ Brown was just, just dude, just pay the dude <laughs> right <laughs> now. You're getting, you're getting Traylon Burks who probably, you know, very talented on his own. Right. But um, those draft picks are not always guarantees you, you're not hitting and Tennessee's never really just hit all the time in the draft. You know, we can obviously see, see that uh, Brown was one of those rare, rare pieces and, yeah, they uh, Tennessee fudged that one up. Uh, AFC, I have nobody from the AFC West in here. Um, NFC, NFC North. This is I, I put Detroit in here. I I believe in Detroit. I really do. If you look at their games from last season, all right, a lot of their games ten points or less were were some of their losses. They took a lot of very good teams to the limit. Um, I. Love to reference the the San Francisco game in Week One, and I know that San Francisco quite wasn't quite where they would end up being, but losing eight points to the NFC runners up, um, you know, and there's other team they lost to Baltimore by two, uh, Chicago by ten, Minnesota by two. Uh, let's see, tied Pittsburgh, lost to Cleveland by three, Chicago by two again. Um, Wait, did they lose twice? Okay. No. Okay. It was 10 by the first time. Um, you know, just some really four to the Atlanta Falcons. There's a, there's some, there's small gaps to clean up. If those happen, if those, you know, things occur, you're looking at a pretty close to 500 team and their roster has gotten better. They've made the right moves. They traded up in the, in, in the draft and they, they made the right signings. That wide receiver room, oh my God, it looks so good uh, right now. We're getting, you know, DJ Chark, uh, Amon Ross St. Brown, and I believe in it, uh, was it, J- is it Jameson Williams? The one who, uh, who's the one that they draft? The Jets took Jameson Williams. Who's the one that they drafted? The one hit the ACL injury. Matchy. No, they moved up in the first. No, they moved up in the first round to get him. Don't rely on me. I'm blanking. <laughs> uh, let's see, Jamison Williams. Yeah, didn't the Jets take? Who did the Jets take? Not him. Oh man. <laughs> There was Jamison Williams. All right. Who could come back as early as uh, September or October this year. All right. And the defense has been beefed up. Uh, They have a really fun, passionate coach who's established a culture there that people want to go play for, even though they necessarily haven't gotten some wins. I really like what Detroit uh, stands for going forward. That's a coach I would play for. And I think that Detroit, if you know, it's, uh, they control their destiny, obviously, um, Damn, it's really early to be saying control your destiny. But um, I think with the way that the NFC is shaped up and the roster that they're developing, uh, that Detroit is there. NFC East, I have Washington and Dallas in here. Dallas takes a step back. All right. They're last year was the best team that they've had, I think, on paper. When you have Dak, Amari Cooper, uh, CD Lamb. The two running backs, Pollard and uh, Ezekiel Elliott, the two tight ends, Jarwin uh, and Schultz, and their defense, right? 
they lost a lot. Randy Gregory, Micah Parsons, all that. That was the best team that Dallas has had in probably well over a decade, probably since the Tony Rome. That 2016 team was pretty good, too. Uh, they did take advantage of a little bit of a weaker schedule, but that was the best team as far as people growing into their own, and they could not get out of their own way. Dallas lost a lot of pieces because of shady business, apparently, and just because people didn't necessarily want to come back. And I think the Cowboys took a huge step back. Well, they, they, they're they probably a playoff team in the way that the NFC is, but I don't view them. I, I think they're worse off. Uh, you know, I think they're worse off after after this, this free agency um, and draft period. Uh, NFC South, I have nobody. Um, NFC West, I have... Oh, South, I do have. I have New Orleans. Excuse me. Uh, this is where I put New Orleans. They were re- really, really good team under Jameis Winston for the first part of the year. Uh, they're bringing him back. They're finally putting Taysom Hill where he belongs, and that's not in a quarterback position. And I think overall, they think they got a pretty good team. If Michael Thomas comes back and he's up the snuff. I think they're uh, they they can be up there. They were they just barely missed the playoffs last year with everything all the issues that they experienced. Uh, but NFC West, Arizona and San Francisco. I think even though Arizona and uh, Kyler Murray got his buddy Marquise Brown, I don't think they're a better team than they were last year. Uh, Kyler Murray is showing you know his his injuries are starting to catch up. He's desperate to get that guaranteed money desperate to get that guaranteed money and uh you know might hold out of his fifth year you're not getting d hop for six games uh oh, that's a good point a couple other pieces i mean that that doesn't necessarily mean it's a you know the nail in the coffin but uh that hurts that definitely hurts arizona's trajectory i think six games could be the difference between um you know a, a, a wild card or not so, and they lost Chandler Jones, like their defense took some hits. JJ Watt, like, no, nah, I'm good. Like, I love JJ Watt, love what his career, but uh, is he really the guy um, that you could anchor a defensive op- defense off of? You lost Patrick Peterson, um, you know? So I, I don't like what Arizona, with the direction that Arizona is going. I really don't. And San Fran, they're just well coached, lost a couple of pieces. Well coached, Jimmy G and that team overachieved. Uh, saying a lot of issues though with uh, Trey Lance that a lot of the people are not very impressed. So we'll see how that plays out. But San Fran, I think uh, tier three as of right now. All very fair. Yeah. Uh, now I need to do two things before I <clears throat> finish off this this tiering with you guys. One. Um, don't ever call me our, the draft expert ever again. <laughs> Garrett okay. Wilson. Garrett Wilson went to the Jets. It's okay. He's now, it, do, am I the draft expert now? Even though I know nothing about college football and college football players it's, until it's, a month before the draft, the crown weighs heavy, my friend. I would not. <laughs> I would not put you in my shoes. <laughs> I still consider you better than Mel Kiper. Uh, thank you. He has far better hit rate than I do. The Denver Broncos, this is the next thing I need to bring up. The Denver Broncos should have been in a tier three. I don't know why. I think I accidentally just wrote two. I don't think there's anything wrong with that, to be honest with you. All right. So they were going to show up on tier two, but they should not. So and then the tier three for me. Okay. All right. Moving on to two. Here's where 
we're going to have some controversy, I think. Mm. Um, I moved the Miami Dolphins up a tier without having any (laughs) improvement at the quarterback position. That's how good Tyree Kill is. (laughs) I think that Tua is fine, (laughs) and I think he'll continue to be fine. But these tier two quarterbacks, uh, they either have to have phenomenal casts, like either it's just all-stars all around him, which is Tua, right? He's got all-stars all around him now. Mm -hmm. And then the other thing is you have a Hall of Fame coach with proven record, like I have the Patriots, a tier two. Mac Jones is behind Tua, I feel, as far as athleticism and upside. Um, but he's got Belichick that point with a pretty sound defense that every year is sound and good. So it's it's always going to keep him inflated, uh, Mac Jones. But Tua and the Dolphins are a tier two because they are going to be so hard to stop on offense. Bring in a, a what could be an offensive guru. We'll see at the uh, head coach position. It's not, you know, the trees don't always work in a linear fashion. They kind of, when you go down the coaching trees, they kind of like jump a generation or two and move all around. So we'll see the Shanahan tree continues well here. Um, The other tier twos I have, I do have the Cowboys. They haven't lost too much to make me want to move. I personally like Dak Prescott. He's one of those guys that I think is rarely the sole reason you lose a game you know he may not have a good game and you lose but rarely do i look at him and go man if they had a better quarterback it's like yeah he play he always plays good enough you know he's a, a step above kirk cousins just stay above the cousins line <laughs> it was just just a touch below kirk cousins line and uh mac jones is probably at like like the same level so that's where those guys are uh philadelphia is at a tier 2 Last year, I probably would have put them as a four and they ended up a three and then uh, in the playoffs, you know. So then this year is like, okay, well, they're a three. Um, can they improve? Can they take a step? Well, they tried, like really tried in the draft, going and get A.J. Brown, um, some other great additions too. You know, I thought they had a good draft. So I like Philly uh, moving up a tier. Um, I'm a Hurts fan, so. And then uh, let's see, uh, Green Bay, there are two for me. Not excited about it, but, I mean, it's Aaron Rodgers. He he makes miracles happen. So he, he can definitely take on the talent of that team and elevate it um, like a Hall of Fame coach can do, and then the Patriots, he's doing it over there in Green Bay. Uh, Arizona's a tier two for me. I like the idea of Kyler um, maybe taking on the chin a little bit, but then being better off through the rest of the year. Like you're, you're running your mouth for some reason, talking about contract, talking about this, whatever. All right. Here's another guy that your buddies with you take a step show us that you can elevate without Hopkins. Now. And I mean, I did that in mind with Hopkins playing 17 games, but obviously he's going to miss at least I th- what is four. The, he, what's the stat least- line? Like 11 game. This would be like 11 games straight or something like that, that he's he'll have missed with the suspension. Yeah. Yeah, be, because it's of tough. the injury last year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then I left San Francisco. They were at two last year. I left them at a two. I don't have any reason to move them. And they still have Jimmy G. You know, Debo is still on the team today. 
as we're recording, you know, so no reasons to move them out of where they were. I like that a bunch. Andrew, your tier two. My tier two, I have the Bengals. I think they're, it was kind of fluky last year. But they did improve on their offensive line. They still returning a lot of pieces. So they're always, I think they're no farther than a tier two. I have the Raiders at tier two. I think this year is probably one of Derek Hart's first year that he probably actually feels a little bit secure in his job. Yeah. You bring along somebody he's familiar with. I mean, did they improve a lot? Not really, but you brought in Devontae Adams and you still have Darren Waller. So now you're almost looking like, I'm saying almost looking like, like what the Chiefs had, where, yeah, you can cover Adams, but what are you going to do about Waller? Kind of that Hill, Travis Kelsey situation. So I think the Raiders are probably coaching everything probably the best team in the nfc west i'm just gonna go out there and say that uh i have the packers once again the nfc didn't get any better and you still have aaron Rodgers. and i can't look back on a year where the packers didn't have a at the end of the year a pretty good wide receiver and i'm thinking all the way back from sterling sharp years so like early 90s 49ers i'm with i'm with brian the nfc didn't get any better they really didn't get any worse so right there and then i have the cardinals and this was based on having d hop and everything else but still though is the nfc without all without d hop and the kyler murray stuff is there really any other teams that could really jump them as a kind of dynamic scoring team? And if we're just talking about, you know, regular seasons and could a team get hot, D-Hop could come back and he could just do amazing. Yeah. And then my other tier two is the Chargers. I like what they did. They brought back a lot. They still haven't made the playoffs with Brian. And I think the biggest hinge for them is J.C. Jackson. Is he worth the money? Out of that Belichick system, is he worth the money? I've seen players leave, and they fell to pieces. Malcolm Butler. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then also having Joey Bosa on the other side of Cleo Mack. Does Cleo Mack have enough left in the tank? Right to absorb the blocks away from Joey Bosa or at least exploit not being double teamed. Right. And he needs to stay healthy. Yeah. Yeah. That's his biggest problem. Um, That's good. I didn't cut you off, right? That's it for tier two for you. Uh, Yeah, that's it. Okay. All right. So tier two, I have six and six uh, for tier two and tier one. So a lot of, a lot of really great teams at the top. Uh, NF or excuse me, AFC North. I have the Baltimore Ravens in here. All right. Uh, if I think if the Baltimore Ravens had some wide receiver help, they'd be a tier one. 
That's their biggest thing. Last year, listen, they half their team was hurt. We talked about it. Season-ending injuries. Uh, big, you know, big injuries from the offensive line. Their defense took a hit. They were still winning games because of Lamar Jackson. Uh, you, you know, it, it was it was cool to watch. I was like, man, Lamar's doing good. And then the injuries piled up, and they kind of fell apart. But Baltimore, uh, just like a Pittsburgh, just like. Um, some of these other teams, very well coached, very, you know, well ran. Uh, they hit very well in the draft. All right. They very well. I don't even think Marquise Brown is that bad of like a loss for them. I don't know. We'll see how he pans out with Kyler, but I don't think it was like a big time loss positionally. Yeah. That kind of stinks. Cause you do need that wide receiver help, but um, yeah, I've kind of, it, I, I I really do think that, you know, Baltimore is that good, especially even where they're at right now. Uh, NFC, AFC, damn, I keep saying NFC. AFC West. I have the Raiders and the Broncos here. Uh, no problem. The Raiders got stepped up. I think they got Chandler Jones, right? We did. Right? Yeah, they, they did. I they, forgot about that. They got Chandler Jones. Their defense is, is better. The biggest thing I'm worried about is their new head coach, Josh McDaniels. That is the only thing I'm truly concerned about, even though I think that, you know, just a lot of things went wrong in that, you know, when he was with, with Denver, um, he's inheriting a very, very good roster. I hope he doesn't tank it to shit. I, I really, truly do. That Raiders team was, I, I mean, how could you not root for the Raiders last year? How could you not with everything that they had to overcome um, to make it to the postseason the way that they did to go on the run? And and honestly, be not that far away from beating the, the the eventual AFC champions. Very excited for the Raiders. I'm uh, the Derek Carr Devontae Adams connection. This offense is scary, scary good, scary good. And I'm glad that the rumors about uh, them sending Darren Waller to Green Bay were just rumors. Very glad that that panned out because I think this offense is is pretty deadly. Denver, uh, they were that team last year that was a QB away. And even Teddy B didn't play terrible with them. Uh, but Russ brings a Russ brings a lot to this to this squad. Russ brings that veteran uh you know leadership. I debated putting them at tier three because I, I I don't I don't know how I feel about Russell Wilson anymore. I know he's great. He's been pretty good for a long time, but when you look at stats and a lot of other th- stats, uh, and a lot of other stuff, I know that team factors roster factors come into play but ah, man i i don't know i denver may have may have uh, overspent a little bit on the rust trade i don't i know i don't know for sure yet but as of right now on paper the denver broncos are a really 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 good team um and on the nfc side oh i got one more sorry uh miami dolphins miami dolphins at tier two um I, I, I do. I, I think that their, their talent, how quick that they are, it can overcome any limitations that people seem to think that Tua has. All right. His offensive line got uh, reinvigorated. Offensive line got reinvigorated. The, uh, the offensive pieces got reinvigorated. Uh, they made some moves for defense. I thought they did, you know, they, they succeeded in that. And they have a very fun minded coach as far as creative offensive style. This Dolphins team is, is, Really, really good. Um, they are NFC only have two teams in here, uh, and that is Green Bay and Philadelphia. Green Bay and Philly. Uh again, much like I said, 
who oh with Dallas with Dallas, Green Bay just got rid of their best weapon ever, um, and, and a considerable amount of time and Devontae Adams and you didn't win the big one. You've been the number one seed the last three years, and every single year you've been you're, you've been every last three years or two, but you've been foiled every like every single year. It's it was San Francisco, yeah, it was three years. Uh, San Francisco got you, then Tampa Bay, and then San Francisco got you again uh, in the divisional round. You know, they're going to be competitive. They're going to be good. They're going to go far. But if that if those teams weren't winning, you know, going to the Super Bowl at least, I have no faith in, in, in this team, especially with an aging Aaron Rodgers. Uh, and their wide receiver room is whack, to say the least. <laughs> it's it's I like I, I don't I don't I really don't care for what they got going on especially when sammy watkins was your big wide receiver acquisition the hell out of here uh and philly man philly made moves this year offseason signing guys draft they killed it uh and hopefully jalen hurts gets better that the asia brown trade probably put philadelphia as is my favorite in the in the nfc west so dude aj brown underneath Devontae smith taking the top off like let's go yeah, and Jalen Regor is sitting on the bench pouting because he's not getting reps. So they got Zach Pascal too, who have I as a Colt yeah. fan, I've loved him. He's been very underrated as a two. Um, I don't know what Jalen Hurts has to really has to, you know if he's going to boost those numbers up, but uh, I I I think they have a really good roster. I do. I'm going to throw this out to Brian, our draft guru, because it's it's okay, it's okay. You you don't think you don't think I get questions wrong in trivia. Uh, has Oklahoma I've been on the shows and no, you don't. <laughs> has the Lincoln Riley, geez, other than Kyler Murray, has the Lincoln Riley quarterbacks been almost look like the Jeff Tedford quarterbacks, where Aaron Rodgers is the exception to that rule and kind of Kyler Murray right now is the exception to that rule? So, t- Tedford. Help me out here. We're doing he a little processing like, here. Was he an air raid guy? He was in, I don't know exactly what he coached. Like, yeah, I know he was a head coach, offensive minded guy. He did like <clears throat> Fresno State and uh, somewhere else, but okay. Well, just like the everybody looked good with Jeff Tedford. Let's see, he was. Fresno, he's back at Fresno State. Um, he's California with Aaron Rodgers, Oregon, pretty much all those quarterbacks. Yeah, that came out. We're supposed to be something great, and they just look like crap. Well, no, I mean, I mean, so you've got three quarterbacks in the NFL right now that have come from that program yeah. under Riley, and you, so you got Jalen Hurts who made the playoffs last year. You had Kyler Murray who made the playoffs last year. We know wins aren't quarterback stats, but it's the only metric that's common across the whole board. So that's two guys. Plus, then you had Baker goes and, you know, that just went to the playoffs the year before that. So, yeah, not atrocious, a far better uh, track record than maybe a lot of. How about this? Uh, th- that's nothing compared to how bad Ohio State quarterbacks yeah. are. <laughs> they're, that's true. They are terrible. Yeah. Uh, tier ones are. I have six. Has six tier ones. Ooh. I'm. I'm gonna try and go from the bottom of the tier up. 
Okay. We're going to go with the Baltimore Ravens as the lowest tier. I love it. There you can talk about wide receivers and I'm with you. I personally love wide receivers. My favorite player of all time is for the bills is Andre Reed. Uh, The first Jersey I ever owned was Jerry Rice. You know what I mean? Like what wide receivers are my dudes, but you want to talk about hit rate as far as my drafting goes, Andrew, I do way better with wide receivers than any other position. (laughs) So there's something about them that I'm driven to them. So, yeah, Ravens, you suck at <laughs> drafting wide receivers or even acknowledging that they exist in football. Um, but that doesn't stop them from winning games, it seems. They still just win games regardless. So I uh, have no problem dropping them back as a one. Everyone's healthy. Get those running backs back. You had dynamic playmakers on defense. Like, literally, Kyle Hamilton could add two wins to that team. Like, that's how good this guy is. He can he can get that game-changing fumble or interception or whatever even a block punt like the dude's legit when it comes to just making plays so i will put them as my bottom tier of all the ones next would be the Bengals. the Bengals, while impressive to get to the super bowl and as impressive an offseason that they've had addressing other issues <clears throat> i still think they have a lot of young guys that have a lot of growth to do. They, they just don't feel as complete of a team as some of the other teams do for whatever reason. Uh, so Bengals are above the Ravens. Um, then I would go probably go Tampa Bay. I'd put Tampa Bay next, you know, bringing back Brady's huge. It, it changes them from a tier four to a tier one, like, instantaneously I was just about to say that that would have been a tier four team for me yeah <laughs> now i call the way in tier one yeah but i mean elite wide receiver core um great offensive line uh a, a phenomenal defense a very weak conference a very weak division like all these reasons are why tampa bay could just coast to another championship appearance you know that's silly but that's what that guy does too so uh, here is where I'll catch some heat. Probably I have the chiefs. I have the chiefs here now, you know, still one still obviously a super bowl favorite in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. you know, you make, you can make some serious money betting on them right now and then making it to the super bowl. Uh, but they letting Tyreek Hill go traded, whatever is a decision that will forever shape this season for those two teams. And you already saw how much I leveraged that with the dolphins. No, I, I was able to catapult them from a borderline four, three to they're, they're in tier two. And I'm not worried about it because this guy unmatched as far as athletic ability. So we'll see what happens to Mahomes because he doesn't have that guy anymore. I know you love Kelsey. I love Kelsey too. Kelsey's not running a sub four three forty man. Like, like Tyree kills different. It's different. And you use him as your offense, like all the time. So I took them down a peg there. Now at least two teams that I hope play in the Super Bowl together, but which one do I have on top? Here's where I put the Buffalo Bills. Nope. They're not my number one of all the teams. Sorry. Sorry, Bills fans. I know. But it's a little bit of, you gotta, you know, 
You got to get there. I want want to see it. I saw last year. You know, the Rams did it. Both those teams have difference makers on defense. Obviously, I think one has a significant advantage at quarterback. Josh Allen on the Rams, the game over. That's the Super Bowl winner. But Josh Allen's a Buffalo Bill, thank God. And uh, they did a good job of keeping them on track. No reason to bump them down a tier, so. They are number two, and then the Rams. I mean, they just did it last year. I got no reason to knock them. I like that. Yeah. I only have three in tier one. First one is the Bucks, as just kind of went over. Tom Brady's back. Makes all the difference in the world for a team. They were good enough last year to run it back. I mean, honestly, they just... Caught the Rams at a tough time. The AB meltdown, you know, that's a wrench in your plans. So, but they're not having Godwin. Godwin, yeah. yeah that, I mean, that hurts a lot too. They're, but they're good enough. They're good enough. And then I have uh, the Rams. You still got to put them there. You add in Allen Robinson. I, you, and you're like, oh, well, they don't have Robert Wood, but you add Allen Robertson, Robert Robinson, who is, better than woods so and you're gonna actually see this guy play yeah as matt and i just went over you know for the double doink episode the guy made mitchell trubisky look like an all pro so god only knows what he's gonna do you get cam Akers back healthy you lose von miller but you add bobby wagner which is it's a it's a i think a trade-off between pass rushing and you know coverage defense there and then the Bills, the Bills got to be in tier one. Uh, I know a lot of people were like, why did you sign Von Miller all that money? Because I don't think it was so much production. And I still believe this. I think he is going to be the biggest difference maker on that Bills team this year. I think you just cashed in a ticket for a Charles Haley type player, which the Cowboys didn't really have much. They were kind of missing something, a little bit of leadership. And they went on and got Charles Haley and they ended up winning three Super Bowls in four years. And I think this Vaughn Miller could be that type of guy. He's pretty much won everywhere he went or made the team better just by his play. He's older. Yes. But I think you're paying for the leadership. And it's not that bad of a contract. If you look at over completely. All right, the final one, my tier one. Uh, yeah, I have a nice, nice, nice group of teams. So from the AFC side of things, I have four. NFC, I have two. Uh, I put KC in here, almost regrettably, probably about five minutes before I did my tier two. Uh, I bumped them up from a two to a one, and I really want to be harsh on KC. But I think it's so hard to deny. Like it, it, people want to just want to see KC fall. They want to see KC fail. Um, they want to see Patrick Mahomes and his stupid brother and uh, do just dumb dances and all that stuff and, and cry on the sidelines. They, I mean, I do, I do. Uh, I hate Jack Mahomes. I hate him. <laughs> but they are so well coached. And listen, uh, I know they got rid of Tyree Kill. It it could be a difference alter. You know. 
a season-altering, uh, career-altering move for you know it, long run for Patrick Mahomes. You got three. I think they added three or four wide receivers, guys who I'm not overly fond of, but uh, we're really gonna see you know, what Patrick Mahomes can do. I think they drafted a guy too as well, right? They got, uh, so was it Sky Moore? Yeah. Draft yep. expert right here. Um, yeah. He's just going to agree with <laughs> What college did he play at? Southwest Missouri State. I'm just. Throwing. It's a max. It's a max school. They play in UB's conference. Anyways, Kansas City. Western uh, Michigan. Oh. <laughs> Damn, I was gonna say he's after. got the title back. What <laughs> other great wide receiver has, has come out of there? Corey Davis. That's right. Great. Shit. Good job, Brian. You got it back. All right. All right. <laughs> I won't mess with your title anymore. Um, but there's, I mean, they're so well coached. Casey has been a regular playoff appearing team for the last probably decade. Almost a decade, right? Even well, like how, when they how first long had Reed been there. Uh oh, I'm serious. 20, like 2013. So yeah, he's missed a couple of times, but I think most of the time they're in the playoffs. Yeah, I don't think they missed. Maybe the first year he was there, but after that, I know 2014 they went. Our historians on it, don't worry. <laughs> he missed the playoffs once. His second year, they went nine and seven, and that was his worst season with them. Wow! Every I didn't single, know it was that good. Every single year, they've had at least ten wins with Andy Reid, other than his second year. Impressive. Yeah. So Oops. that's right. So yeah. I, I think I think we're I'm pretty comfortable um putting KC in there, even though again they took a hit with with Hill, but again, you have to at some point. Hill's not gonna be the fastest dude on the planet uh or an NFL uniform forever. It's just not gonna work that way. So uh so KC tier one, well coached. Their defense eh, still could use some work, but they have the pieces to be a Super Bowl team. Can't count them out. Um, I have the Chargers in there. I actually feel a lot better about the Chargers roster and a lot better maybe about their coaching. Um, we're going to see what what Brandon Staley cooks up for us this year. But uh, I I think their roster top to bottom is is I, I think it it can rival Buffalo. It's not quite Buffalo level, but as far as being complete. I have to put it up there. You have your line, you have your wide receivers, you have tight ends lacking. Uh, they got running backs. I think yeah, there's a couple spots in the defense that are lacking, but they, they, they scooped up a monster and at the right time too. Justin Herbert still on his rookie deal. Um, Eckler's on a very fair deal. The chargers are a really, really good team. And I know that they haven't been to the playoffs yet with Herbert, but I, I feel like they can have a Bengals type run they just show up and just wreck shit. I really, truly do. I, it, it's got, you know, the whole changing of the system thing, it affects everybody, but I, I really do believe in the chargers this year. Um, as far as going far into the playoffs, um, Buffalo, duh, uh, easy peasy. You know, they've been the top team for the last two years and I don't see, I really don't see why a regression would occur. They, you know, lost a good offensive coordinator, but I think they might have got a better one in exchange for that. Their offensive line is probably the only thing I'm really, truly worried about. Um, they have wide receiver depth. They have, uh, uh, they, they have a lot, of, but offensive line is probably the only thing I'm concerned about when it comes to the bills. Um, that this need to be, uh, you know, 
and they did they did try to add to it too. And Cincinnati, listen, I, there's a lot of people who don't think that Cincinnati's going to make the playoffs this year. And I can't believe that. Yeah, it, I got a I got a unified eye roll from everybody. What the hell? What are you thinking? Like, there's like, there is no way that K, that that Cincinnati misses the playoffs in 2022. No way. I they went there. Yeah, they 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 capitalized off of uh, you know a, a relatively easy schedule, but they still went to the playoffs. They beat teams that they were not supposed to beat. They weren't supposed to, you know, they weren't supposed to beat certain teams. They went out there and they they put in the work um, and they got better. They didn't get worse. All right. Their roster didn't get worse. Their roster got better because they're, they're, they're 70 something million dollars in, or they had a ton of salary cap space and they made the right moves. They signed offensive line. They, they tried to fix their cornerback situation and they drafted well. They didn't, you know, mm-hmm. they didn't make any bad trades. All right. They didn't make any bad trades that, you know, risk draft capital Cincinnati's in a great spot so good and I don't see a I don't see a hangover I I don't believe last year was a fluke Um, it was unique and special to see a team kind of come out of nowhere and go all the way like that but um, a fluke I disagree and then Tampa Bay and and the Rams at the top of the NFC Um, you know for reasons already pretty much said at this point um you know, Rams could still make, make a few pieces. You know, the Robert Woods they dumped off the Tennessee, and that was probably really, really good <laughs> long term. You know, it was just kind of getting to that point. And you, you know, Allen Robinson's been banged up, but you know he's pretty solid. And OBJ uh, could yeah. still come back. He could still come still back. Come back. He, mm-hmm. he could still come back. And they still have someone someone else at White House spot, don't they? Yeah, that oh that Cooper Cup guy. Oh um, yeah, that guy. That offensive player of the year. Megatron's record. <laughs> yeah, damn well should have. Um, and the def- the defense got brought back. It, they really they didn't miss a whole lot. I, I thought they were. Um, yeah, it was, they're. It's really it's really hard. It's tough at the top. It is. But um, but that is it, y'all. We got through it. All right, tier game. Tier, I wouldn't call it a game, but our tier ranking system. For 2022 NFL teams post draft, it is now complete. Um, Andrew, thanks for joining myself and Brian. Um, yeah, you were originally supposed to be a replacement. We didn't know what was going on. You were originally supposed to be a replacement, and then you just kind of, I was like, yeah, Andrew, just just be a part of it, anyways. Um, You're trying to replace me? No, you no. had to talk to the, the hot babysitter. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> that's another episode of the Week No Fair Crew. The au pair, right, the au pair. Andrew? Au pair. The au pair. Au pair. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what we're going to talk about next week. I actually might t- take next week off. We'll have to talk to Andrew and Brian. Um, I might take next week off. I don't know yet. Oh, okay, fine. But, we'll have all the fun with the schedule release. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. No, no, I'll be back. Um, I do look forward to the schedule release stuff. But that is it, everybody. Listeners, thank you so much for tuning in. On behalf of Andrew, Brian, and I, till next time, the two-point conversation is good.